0: Let's just go live. Um, this is Charlotte Pearson with uh, Ready Row USA. You're listening to our 22nd live stream podcast of the, the of 2023, our um, fifth season. We've actually done more like 150 episodes, I think. <laughs> but I'd like to introduce everyone to uh, Jenny Traus, who's, is, am I pronouncing your name right?
1: I like when you trace. add the little flair, but it's just trays. Yeah. like Trays. Okay. Yeah. Trace.
0: It helps me spell it. Totally. Trays. Okay. Uh, she's a U.S. rowing director of community engagement and has been involved in many aspects of rowing from row New York to, I think, somewhere in Philadelphia where you work?
1: No, I just just row New York and U.S.
0: rowing. And row U.S. rowing. Great. Yep. Uh, but you... Why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and then I'll get your uh, document up that you are going to go through um, and uh, we can get into what you do uh, a day in the life of a community engagement officer.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Thanks, yeah. Carolyn. It's so good to see you again. And um, it was fun yeah. to meet you at ROWCON back in February. Yes. Um, everyone, I'm Jenny Trays. I am a little over a year into my role here as head of community engagement at U.S. Rowing. I was not a rower growing up. I played basketball and soccer and walked onto the team at Bucknell University, fell in love, as many of us do, and rode for four years. I just felt like I was in the right place at the right time and fell in love with my team. And then I worked for 10 years, helped grow Row New York, um, and had an incredible experience there. Taking rowing to thousands of kids and people with disabilities in New York City. Um, needed a little break from rowing um, <laughs> in 2019, and everyone made my- got a break. <laughs> exactly yeah it was a interesting <laughs> or, timing for that yeah exactly yeah and then um found my way back into it and, in this role and i get to work with the stem to stern team here at u.s rowing jess jackson on diversity equity inclusion and deb ehrenberg on all things adaptive rowing and freedom rows for veterans so thanks for having me
0: you're welcome yeah i think one thing when we talked at u.s rowing convention was just you know your your take on on um, sustainability for programs. So maybe we can touch on that. You know, and how when you ask for <clears throat> when you ask people to support a program, you know, a lot of us have trouble with that. <laughs> hmm. You know, so uh, in
1: terms of um, like financial sustainability and just yeah, keeping yeah, yeah. growing, kind mm-hmm. of relevant. Yeah, I think that's interesting you bring that up. We're just in these last couple weeks wrapping up our strategic planning and then thinking about how we fund the thing. Um, So we're kind of working on our pitch. Um, So I think in terms of sustainability, it's about uh, making the case, right? Um, And in rowing, for me, it's very easy to make the case for expanding our sport, um, I think when we talk about inclusion, we're not talking about um, asking anyone to love rowing any less or the people who are already in it to, to leave rowing. We know there's plenty of <laughs> rowing to go around. Um, so it's about giving that opportunity to love the sport to others. Um, so for me, sustainability is about you know, bringing people into that vision, um, getting them to see themselves as a part of it. Cause for me, it's, it's our responsibility, every person in rowing to make it a better experience for everyone. Uh, Part of the pitch and part of kind of the why of doing this work is I think we all know in our heart of hearts that people love everyone who's a part of rowing loves it but people are experiencing rowing very differently. Um, so I don't know, Charlotte, do you want me to go through this document now or
0: not necessarily? I mean, finish your thought and then why don't you let me know when you want to go through it?
1: Sure. I can speak to that. I I was just going to mention some of the data that we've been able to acquire over the Mm -hmm. last five months or so. Listeners may recall, um, an email that we sent out to all of our members from true collusion the consultants that we've been working with on our dei specific strategic plan um there the data that was collected there will be released and it is just a way to kind of underscore the need for change um Mm -hmm. so a couple key points in there um 16 of our current black and african-american rowing Respondents do not feel valued by their teammates compared to 3% for white rower respondents.
0: So it's 60%? 16. That's
1: 16, okay. 16%. Yeah. Yep. But That's it's still significantly yeah. higher than their white mm-hmm. kind of counterparts. And people do not feel they can bring their full selves to the boathouse or to rowing. Black and African American rowers, LGBTQ rowers, and rowers with disabilities. Felt like they did not belong in their clubs at a rate two times that of cisgender heterosexual white males um, and three times more than cisgender white females. So while we all love the sport, there's definitely a difference in how we're kind of showing up and experiencing it. So my goal, my team's goal, U.S. Rowing's goal is to make it make rowing the sport, the organization, you know, a welcoming place for all.
0: And do you feel like you're making progress in that?
1: I do feel like we've made progress. I mean, U.S. rowing has done, um, has had some initiatives over the years. This is the third year. or coming up on the fourth year of um, scholarships for Olympic development camps. We've increased the diversity of our staff from 1% person of color in 2020 to 26% people of color in 2022. There's definitely more to do, but we are making progress. Um, Another example is we've finally formalized low cost membership opportunities for individuals and organizations. The DEI committee is a very active volunteer committee. Um,
0: So I I think, yeah. You used to be the director of that. Is that correct? Or you founded that?
1: Department. The DEI committee um, oh. was founded in 2020 by the board of directors. It's a standing committee of the board. So they, okay. you know, advise, make recommendations, are in touch with the board of directors to help lead the organization.
0: And, who's and I in work tra- very closely with them. And who's the coordinator of that now?
1: On the staff side, it's myself. Um, we are having a leadership transition. It was. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if this is what you're referring to, but Richard Butler and mm-hmm. Kirsten Feldman were co-chairs. And now um, Jenny Withacombe and Leslie Gross will be taking over those leadership positions.
0: Excellent.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we've, um, over the last seven months, the DEI committee, myself, a couple other staff members have been working on a strategic plan to kind of guide what the next three to six years look like. So while we've made some progress, we have a lot to kind of tackle.
0: I know. So. It's hard <laughs> to kind of think of the enormity of the task and and then, you know, what you need to do on a daily basis. Yes. And, and feel like you're making progress, I think.
1: Yeah, that's I mean. a good point. I mean, a, this stuff takes time, too. It's not mm. as easy as, you know, more revenue coming in by the end of the year or, you know there are metrics that we're putting in place we can measure progress but changes like cultural changes and mindset shifts and things like this take some time so yeah
0: and it's um, systemic it be- depends on so many other things it's not just like a silo where you can keep building it higher it's right depends on a societal changes as well
1: absolutely yeah so we're making so, a big part of what we're doing is Education and mm-hmm. kind of trying to bring people to the table who, you know, maybe they've done DEI work for many, many years. And also people who, uh, you know, this might be their first time even considering the topic um, right. and meeting people where they are, providing resources, templates, um, educational materials. So, um I want to stress that our team is a resource for anyone who's listening and anyone who wants to get involved. And we're always open to feedback as well.
0: Your community engagement team. Yes. Yeah. So, should we go through a little bit of like what that looks like? Sure. Uh, Absolutely. I build this. I advertised it as a day in the life. (laughs) But I guess it could be the year in the life of the community engagement team.
1: We can talk about a day. Um Yeah, okay. Yeah. What yeah. do you do? What
0: are you going to start You started out with an interview. Yes.
1: <laughs> I did. Lucky me. Yes. Um my day, I mean, I have a lot of meetings. My team has a lot of meetings cuz our role we have some of our own projects. As you can imagine, we are managing from you know, soup to nuts scholarships as one example mm-hmm. of a program that our team runs. And STEM to Stern is our team. But so much of what we do is in collaboration with the rest of U.S. rowing. So we may be working today, later this afternoon, I have a meeting with Sarah and Reggie from our competition team because we want to talk to them about what does the regatta experience look like and how do we bring a DEI lens to that. Um so lots of meetings, I would say. This document here predates me, but I love the concept of this. Um, this basically outlines, and we can throw it in the chat so people have access to it, but it's a yeah. resource from the George Pocock Foundation, and outlines basically the difference between community engagement and outreach. Um, and and defined here, community engagement is kind of long-term sustainable relationship and connection with communities that rowing organizations are trying to serve versus outreach is um a more of a short term let's get some kids on the water um kind of thing and
0: right. yeah yeah i just wanted to point out that just in preparation for this talk um i looked through the u.s rowing website and just like to remind people to try and do that once in a while there's some tremendous resources on safe sport dei you know news there's you know i think training plans or something right or probably i mean yeah i mean there's just <laughs> so there's much a lot it. yeah so let me put the i'll put the um that'd be great yeah, if you, I'll put the document thing up And
1: if you there. are one of those people, like myself, who find it a bit challenging to navigate our website, you are not alone. <laughs> um, I would say we are um, working on, by the end of the year, we will have a new website that will hopefully oh, be okay. welcoming, easier to navigate, all those things. Um, yeah, it's so not bad. You
0: that. know, as websites go, it's it's really not bad. And Google is your friend, <clears throat> you know, if you. Yes. If you can't find something, just search. There's a little search button right up here. <laughs> there you go. All right. So what else goes on in the in the life of the community engagement team? Yeah, so we um I would
1: I would highlight some of our work and collaboration with the education team, learning and development. Um so as I mentioned, we're developing more resources for people. So that includes coaches. We're currently in the midst of um, updating level one and level two DEI portions of coaching education. We are going to launch regatta leadership training um, this spring for the first time. So anyone who runs a regatta or um, is a partner of Eyes of ours um in any of our championship regattas, there will be education available. And then the biggest most exciting thing in my mind is this online learning platform. Um, so this won't just be a resource for diversity, equity, and inclusion, but anything you need to really run your club um, from how to work with your board or safety, um mm-hmm. fundraising, all kinds of resources will be available to US Rowing members um and clubs will kind of be acknowledged and recognized and um incentivized to take advantage of that learning platform so that's another yeah, i'd like to
0: uh, include athletes and families in an advisory capacity i think that gives people uh, you know makes them stakeholders in your definitely in your enterprise in you know your boathouse
1: yeah um mm-hmm. that's i mean a good example of that is what we do with the um DEI committee they are partners of ours they're advisors they um really keep us informed of what's going on in the broader mm-hmm. community
0: Excellent. Mm-hmm. what else Ideas is there? for outreach this is such a rich document I love it
1: yeah. And actually just speaking to that, learn to row day is coming up. Um, we're having some exciting meetings about that this week and how we can support clubs. So I think that's June 3rd.
0: If people are interested. I think, that's yeah, it's great... usually the first weekend in June, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So if that, if you're, you've had kind of reaching out to new communities on your mind, that could be a really exciting kind of time to do it. So yeah, I
0: do a uh learn to row sort of special every year and I often mm-hmm. have uh Tara Morgan who's just she lives and breathes learn to row. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she's out I think Whidby Island in Washington. And then Dave uh, Harvey I think from uh, Tacoma rowing oh, was man. on with her last year. It's just okay. you know, you know uh, so that's a couple of weeks before I learn to row, I usually do that. But,
1: oh, that's great! Yeah, shout yeah. out to Dave from Tacoma because he is a partner of ours in Stem to Stern, and he's gone oh, above my. and beyond to create community partners. Um, so he, does, I love uh, what
0: he's done. I mean, it's just, just cool so ho- healthy what he does with the community. You're right. Yes,
1: so I'm so excited yeah. you'll be talking with him.
0: Yeah, excellent. I'm hoping he's available. <laughs> yeah. Dave, but, we're signing yeah. you up. Dave, yeah. And Tara. Yes. But uh, yeah, Tara runs the Steady State Network, which uh, funds uh, scholarships for U.S. Rowing Convention. And I met a couple other people. They... Uh, so cool. Yeah. Um, Jalen Baldwin from C- um, Cleveland. It's like this 20-year-old kid. You know he needs a coach and he's mentoring someone who's 14 and it's My just goodness. yeah it's just great to see them reaching down into the you know, younger group to to uh because we're getting on in years. <laughs> Some yes, of us yes <laughs> we are yes we are um what else would you like to talk about or shout out to um before I I just um, wanna yeah thank everyone for for listening. We have a few live listeners. If you'd like to uh, put up a comment that Jenny can answer, please do it in the next few minutes, and we will uh, get it up there for her to answer. Yeah, in terms
1: of what else I wanted to get across, Charlotte, I think that, you know, people have heard us talk about the strategic plan that's coming. It will be released very soon, and there's so much opportunity to get involved to learn. Don't be shy. We want your feedback. We want your questions. Um, okay. Like I said, we can't do
0: this alone. So, and I know you have these community calls. I try and get on the mm-hmm. DEI call, you know, which I don't know, somehow it's in my consciousness every month, but it's mm-hmm. Thursdays, I think the third Thursday or something. Yes. The third there, Thursday there... at 2 p.m. Mm-hmm.
1: There are adaptive community calls, similar um, uh, kind of structure, in that it's like you don't have to register, it's free, you can join anytime. That is the third Tuesday at 8 p.m., I believe, and we can send these um, around. I think that's happening tonight, and it's the theme tonight is how to start your adaptive program. So if you've been thinking about reaching out to people with disabilities and starting growing um mm-hmm. in your community for people with disabilities tune in Deb is yeah I found expert. that
0: those calls are you know there's just a there's an opportunity to speak up and ask questions and I've done that and got a lot because I'm on the board of a high school program in my area and I You know, I've got a lot of great ideas. It's, you know, not a terribly diverse community, but um, whoever it was, maybe it was you who was running it then, but, you know, gave us a lot of ideas about how to reach out and broaden our, you know, the awareness of our program for all types of uh, communities.
1: Absolutely. And it's less... For me, it's less about learning from me but learning from the others in the group. Like, people yeah, have uh-huh. been there at all different stages, so that's really cool. And
0: yeah, yeah, I'm so glad you're able to make those. Yeah, those are really highly recommended. Uh, anyone else you'd like to give a shout out to in your team? Ooh, definitely my team.
1: <laughs> um, Jess Jackson is not a rower yet, I'll say, <laughs> I'm a volleyball player and just working her butt off and is so passionate about rowing now and changing it. Um, So definitely shout out to Jess, Will, and Brooke, and Rachel on the STEM to Stern side. We are looking at ways to really scale that program to provide more opportunity Mm -hmm. um, to all of our membership there. And then Deb Ehrenberg, I know she is heads down on the VA grant, which she does annually. Um, And just the whole U.S. rowing team, because I know they're passionate about this work and we are making it happen
0: together so I love it I love it um and let's let's uh I'd I'd like to do a special on stem to stern I think I mentioned this to Will at one of the head of the Charles but um I'd love to do you know kind of spotlight what they're doing I'd like to remind people that you can become a part of the podcast by uh signing up on our website for you can for a club spotlight <clears throat> which I was talking with Jenny mm-hmm. about, um, and uh, submit your gadgets and gear. We'll, you know, we'll we'll do a special on what your favorite rowing gadgets are. I always love that because I'm a mm-hmm. kind of a gearhead wannabe. <laughs> but um, so you can win gadgets and gear too, and services, rowing services like coaching. Uh, if you use the Ready Row USA hashtag on social media and the web. Um, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Arlington Community Media, which helps us distribute the podcast. And ACMI.tv has our uh, live streams. They rebroadcast those just locally. But any any community media station can ask uh, ACMI for the broadcast and uh, rerun it on their own local stations. our sponsors are Pierce Press, my company. I publish mm-hmm. books. Got a couple of great children's books out now. And uh, Laura Williams is our website designer. She does about six websites for me, because I have, I have too many lives. But mm-hmm. she does a fabulous job. And she does uh, website audits for our um, listeners. So you can get a free website audit, which is often a good thing to do once in a while. know, your website can slow down or it can be out of date or confusing for people. So she is very good at Mm. doing that. And then Burnham Boat Slings, our favorite uh, boat cover and accessories company up there in Lebanon, New Hampshire. They're just wonderful people. And uh, of course, U.S. Rowing, we appreciate you and all you do so much. Um, We, that was a great convention. You know, I didn't get to go to a lot of the sessions, but I talked to twenty. I interviewed twenty of your of your presenters and uh, got a a great feeling for for you know the energy that was there. So
1: yeah. I agree. Yeah, I think it was <clears throat> a combination of you know coming back from COVID for the first time, and you know yeah. being under new leadership, and just like a
0: lot of really yeah. good things coming together. Yeah, so. Amanda really got. It. trial by fire i mean didn't she start in 2019 she started in
1: 2020 november so oh okay two and a half years in or so but it was
0: just it was crazy i just she's got a lot of fortitude i think (laughs) she does that is the best way to describe her right right well thank you jenny and let's um let's uh you know collaborate on some of these topics if you can love that. plant a little bug in will's ear about stem to stir and I'll, i'd like to s- schedule that so
1: absolutely and i was also thinking charlotte maybe sometime connecting with the dei committee leaders as well would be good
0: absolutely yeah i think okay. that has to just be reiterated sort of like a a chant you know over time you have to keep doing it um yeah. next uh one day i believe we have rowing to college which is you know if you're if you've got a kid as a in high school, a rower, and uh, we're going to be talking with the rowers reach people about that. So um, thank Thank you you again, Jenny.
1: Take care. Appreciate your time. Bye-bye. You next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.